Hi guys, welcome back to Bible Plus. Today we're in James chapter four. In chapter four, we're dealing with three things. Okay, pleasures, the world, and the devil. Uh, these are actually really big things. They actually combine to make this evil trinity in a sense. That is, uh, versus the divine trinity. So we have the lustful pleasures, that's of the flesh. We're told in Galatians 5 that those are versus the spirit. The love of the world is directly against the love of the Father in 1 John 2. And the devil is directly against God the Son in 1 John 3. So we have the world, the devil, and the lust for pleasure opposed to the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. These are three big things, obviously. If we don't deal with these three evil things, in James's words, we will be adulteresses, enemies of God, and fleshly sinners. Just like the divine trinity, these three things, they work together. So we know from the Bible, God is our husband. Isaiah 54, 5 tells us that. And Paul tells us that we're betrothed to marry Christ in 2 Corinthians 11. When we allow our heart to be filled with the world, uh, I think we all know in our experience, we get filled with love for the world. That's what we think about. It's what we dream about. We spend our time here, our money, our energy on this, being wrapped up in this worldly system, So, which in the Bible, and which this passage is referring to when it says the world, it's in reference to Satan's worldly system that he's initiated, and it's to keep man from fulfilling God's purpose. So not a small thing. When we love the world, we're unable to love God as our husband, and we are adulteresses. And when the world gets in, lusts get in. The world without and lusts within. There's lust for achievement. There's lust for self-glory, for self-honor, for pleasure, jealousy, envy, etc. You know. Sadly, at this point, with, with the world without a believer and lust within, at this point, the devil has gained a lot of ground in a believing Christian. We do not want to be wrapped up with this evil trinity. We want to be wrapped up, filled up, and occupied by the holy and divine trinity. Um, so in James's book, uh, he doesn't go into great detail regarding how to deal with these three opponents, but he does bring them to light. And what we do get is at least six practical helps in this chapter for dealing with these items. Let's go through them. All right, verse two says, you do not have because you do not ask. We need to ask. We need to ask God. Every morning, we shouldn't be passive, like saying, uh, oh man, I just don't feel today like I love the Lord that much. No, ask, ask, and you will have. Lord, draw me today with your love. Lord, cause my heart to turn to you. Um. Awesome. Verse four speaks about being a friend of the world. Um, we need to not be friends of the world, but be friends of God. Like Abraham, who was a friend of God. We should walk with him, talk with him, open to him, be honest with him. He's, he's called the friend of sinners. He'll never turn us away and he'll always listen. Verse five, uh, practical help number three I got, speaks of the spirit whom he has caused to indwell us and who longs to envy. So the spirit of God, it's not far or distant 
from a Christian. The spirit, and it's is not some power or just some thing. The spirit is a person. The spirit is the entire triune God in Christ and dispensed into believers as the spirit. And what is he doing? One thing, he's longing over us. He's with envy and jealousy over us. The spirit wants to possess us. We should simply let him work in us as the indwelling spirit. This is so awesome. All right, fourth in verse six, uh, we hear, he gives greater grace. Do you know why people in the world seek after so much pleasure? Why is that? It's because they lack true and lasting satisfaction. They lack grace. We as believers should never be lacking grace. Grace in a practical sense is to enjoy the Lord. When Jesus came, he came full of grace. This is true satisfaction. And in our experience, he satisfies us when we enjoy grace. The world can never fill up our cup, but Christ always fills us up and doesn't leave us empty. All right, fifth in verse seven, uh, it says that the way to withstand the devil is to be subject to God. The simplest way to restore ourselves under God's throne is to prayerfully acknowledge that Jesus is Lord. Even under our breath in the middle of our day to say, Lord Jesus. We acknowledge that he's Lord and we come under him in subjection, even in the middle of our day. In this way, we're kept from being Satan's prey. That's awesome, okay? Verse eight tells us our last uh, practical point. Amazing secret here, and I love this. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Have you been distant from God? Has it been a while since uh, you've, you've sensed his sweetness of his presence? Don't wait. If you draw near to him and come just as you are, He says he won't take a step back from you. You draw near, he will draw near. He might just be waiting for you to take one step in his direction and he'll come the rest of the way. Brothers and sisters, we need to draw near to God and he will draw near to us. All right, so James chapter four today, we saw the evil trinity of pleasures, the world and the devil. We as believers wanna be wrapped up with the divine and holy trinity of God. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in to Bible Plus. See you later.